Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning. We have just come out of observance of Navratri <clears throat> and the festival of Dasahara. This Shakti Puja, the acknowledgement of the supreme power in the form of the divine feminine, divine mother, mother of the universe. Although that Shakti is beyond any gender, any name, any form, for the sake of our mind, we give it a name, a form. So our mind could focus on to something, just like light is everywhere. But if you want to create fire, you focus that light through a prism and then fire comes. Same way. Yes, we see the divine presence in everything, everywhere, but when we carve out a little time to express our devotion in a more focused way, then we create an altar. On the altar, we have flowers, incense, lamps. That's what you saw in the slides. It's just a, one way of expressing and it's not the set way. Anybody can express in any way. It's nice that we do something more than just keeping it in our mind. Intellectually, we can get, go only so far. There has to be a combination of the knowledge and action. And as you saw at the end of the slides, we set float all the flowers in the ocean. We had created a form and we offered our prayers and flowers and incense and lamps and chants. But then we took it and set it afloat in the ocean. Not hang on to any form. Form is good for a certain time, but there comes a time it has to be let go of and it becomes more interiorized. 
at the end of the puja, <clears throat> the observance, there is a very special ancient ritual that happens. It is called Kumari Puja. Kumari means little girls, young girls. They're invited, they sit in front of the altar, then everybody goes and bows to them and seeks their blessing. It's very empowering for little girls to sit there and where all these men with beard come and bow and without getting scared of the beard, they give them blessing. So, that means, yes, we have been worshiping it on the altar, creating a form with the flowers and everything, but ultimate purpose of this puja is to be able to see the divine presence in everyone and in everything. Learn humility, learn how to bow. It's harder to bow in front of someone of our own age and who looks like us and there is, could be little ego. Um, so it's a lot easier to bow to the innocence and sweetness. And the little girls, Kumaris, are the embodiment of innocence and sweetness. So at least we practice there, we start there. And maybe from there we can go on to bow to somebody who has beard like us. So, so after Kumari Puja, after we have bowed to the Kumaris and receive their blessings. Uh, we take the everything from the altar to the ocean, set it afloat, and come back home holding this thought, may I be able to see the divine presence in everything, in everyone. The Sahara on the 10th day, is uh, in India, it's, it's celebrated as uh, the Rama had killed Ramana that day, the victory of good over the evil. Now, thus means 10, Hara means victory, victory over the 10 headed demon. What is that? There was nobody with 10 heads. These 10 represent our own sensory organs. Overindulging in those senses get us away from our own inner strength and stability. Thus means 10. Hara means to have victory, to have victory over the 10 senses, not demise them. Let them not rule me. I am in control. I know when I, to, when I need to say enough. 
So basically, um, having control over the self, we connect with our inner strength. If we do not have control over ourselves, we overindulge in things, then we lose trust and faith in ourselves. We lose faith in our own ability. And when we lose trust and faith in ourselves, we are not able to manifest what we could. These nine, 10 days are also called Shakti Puja. Puja of Shakti, these energy, capability, power. It's time to awaken your own Shakti, connect with your own Shakti, your own inner strength. And as many of you may be aware, or you are aware of how, what is the focus during Navaratri, during these sacred days, the focus is on determination, austerity, minimizing the intake of the world through our senses, stay focused in the remembrance of something higher. If we are not in the remembrance of something higher, our mundane challenges could totally overpower us. Those challenges will be there. They're there every day. They'll be there for throughout the whole life. No one can say I have no challenge. We all have challenges. It's all about how we manage it, how we meet it. And without losing ourselves completely to it. Yes, it's there. If I connect with my grounding, with my strength, inner strength, I can deal with it better. Season is changing. And whenever the season is changing, these kind of observances are um, recommended by our rishis that we ride the wave. Whenever the season changes, there is a charge in the air. And we enter the new season with new enthusiasm, new inspiration, and new focus. And this is the purpose of this observance. This is the, uh, when we come out of Navaratri, we know somehow inside that this is the emergence of light over darkness, emergence of virtues over our own self-created doubts and fears. Actually, it's a perfect opportunity to rise above something that's holding you back. or something that you have not tried to tackle. You want to, but you haven't. This is the time, right after Navratri, to tackle it. You may be 
have a conflict with someone and you know you need to solve it. You need to make that phone call. You need, need to have that. This is the time to do it. And overcoming that doesn't only mean that your way is the way. Maybe it's time to bow down a little bit. And in the name of that inner peace, in the name of um, harmony, this is the time. Well, I accept, I forgive, I let it go. Thinking that way, you move forward. You are not stuck. There is no energy stuck in that um, relationship. Something new you want to bring into your life. Maybe a new discipline. Maybe you just want to start a morning walk. And you've been thinking about it. But this is the time to do it. That exercise, that routine of dropping something that you have been indulging it and you have been thinking, yes, yes, I will stop it. But that day never comes. This is the time to do it. Because we're entering in the new season and we enter with a new inspiration, new enthusiasm, new determination. So this is the purpose of these kind of observances. They are not just there to take a little time and sing and dance and make little flowers and say, okay, it's over. Those things are there, but now how we carry that into our daily life. This is very important. That's like our prayers, our meditations, our spirituality in action. There are some beautiful moments that one experiences once you sit down with a focused mind and heart. During this Navaratri, there came a moment. I wasn't looking for it. There came a moment that I could just feel the oneness with everything. And that feeling is hard to describe feel oneness with the, with the earth that I was standing on, the flowers I was seeing, the breeze that was touching me, the warmth of the sun that was there, the bird sound, and everything that was there, I did not feel separate. I felt like my own form had expanded all the way to the sky and beyond. It was beyond words. And that was a fleeting moment. It was a fleeting moment. I couldn't grab onto it. But that one little experience of one moment opened the so much. And we, we all have that, those kind of experiences. You also have had that kind of experience. But because of not being able to stay a little in the stillness, 
those moments come and go and we are not able to fully assimilate them. Maybe you will sit back and think about those last nine days, whether you were doing in an elaborate way or just in simple remembrance, at least you are aware of the sacredness of these nine days. Just go back and revisit some of those moments that may have been very special for you. Remembering, revisiting also creates something new. So it's not over yet. You, when you start revisiting or thinking, please make sure you do not bring negativity in it that, oh, I could have done better or I didn't do it or nothing. You did it just the way you were supposed to do it. So be total in total acceptance of it. The Divine Mother let you do exactly what you are supposed to do. Consider those nine days as perfect moments. Revisit. And take some pearls from the Navaratri. Each one of us has received the blessing that I know. You may not be able to recognize it, acknowledge it, but mother has given something to you during this night, nine days. Whether you have done any rituals or not, rituals are just there to keep us engaged. Doesn't matter. Were you in the remembrance of the, that these were the sacred days? Did you think of during those nine days, oh, it's a special time. When you even thought about that this is a special time, something happened in your body, in your mind, in your heart. What was it? That was the moment of mother's visit to you. When you even remembered and the moment you remembered, your body had an experience. Try to connect with that. But please make sure you're not going there with any uh, judgment or any expectations from yourself or anything. Go with total acceptance that mother enabled you to participate in Navaratri in that way. Whatever happened, it was perfect. I will come back to you. I would like you to greet each other because after Navaratri, it's a very nice to uh, meet with your family. And so this is how we are meeting nowadays. Uh, so let's greet each other in our chat rooms and um, during this Navaratri when I was at Upasana, it came very clearly to me that this is time to uh, 
open up upasana for our family and sangha. If anyone wants to come and visit, and you are fully vaccinated and following the protocols, uh, you can think about coming there and we'll make sure you have a good time there. So it's, Upasana is there waiting for you. Shannon, I will uh, return back. So please let everybody greet each other.